Welcome to The Inner Room, a study where we review highlights on daily scriptures and focus on the instructions and examples they provide to learn mastery of our emotions, to guide us in our spiritual journey, to learn to pray, worship, and listen to God's will for our lives. Friends, we find Jesus today in Luke chapter 9, the continuation of today's reading, praying in solitude. He sent the 12, Herod heard about it, and today, in just a few verses after that, we find Jesus with the disciples asking them, who do the crowds say that I am? They're coming back with reports of what worked, what didn't work, what they heard from others, and he's testing both their hearts and their abilities in spreading the kingdom as he is with them. He finds out that there's lots of opinions, including what we heard yesterday from Herod, who thought it was John the Baptist, others Elijah, right? But he wants to know who they, the disciples, the apostles, say that Jesus is. And we find Peter saying, you are the Christ of God. He knows they are recognizing that he knows. And Luke is already defining that Peter was the head as he's known in other versions of the gospel to be told by Jesus that only the Father could have revealed that to him. But here we find that Jesus is saying, don't tell this to anyone. He's trying to let them know, I'm going to suffer, I'm going to be rejected, by the very people you're talking to, I will be killed and I will be raised. And they don't get it. Just like us, Jesus says things to us. How does he speak to you? Do you find what he says in the Bible relates to you directly? Do you find that you enjoy reading books about what Jesus said and that's where you find direction? Do you find it in others who are versed on understanding what God once for our lives and you rely on their counsel? Do you find inspiration in creation, in other friends or colleagues or family members who share with you how to listen to the voice of God? Jesus is very interested in knowing how the apostles are listening and what they're hearing. Therefore, he's very interested in knowing how you and I are listening and what we are making out from what's happening around us. In the psalm for today, we repeat hope in God. I will praise him, my Savior and my God. And it comes from Psalm 43, is verse 5. We hope in God and therefore we praise him. We call him Savior and God, but we call him my Savior and my God because it's personal, right? God is seeking relationship with us. And the psalm says, Do me justice, O God, and fight my fight against a faithless people. From the deceitful and impious man, rescue me. We can imagine Jesus in solitude repeating some of these verses that he would know by heart, knowing that the drums are beating as he's going to be coming into the city at some point and receiving full-blown torture. He probably prayed with the verses and he invites us to do the same. For you, O God, are my strength. Why do you keep me so far away? Why must I go about in mourning? 
with the enemy oppressing me. Send forth your light and your fidelity. They shall lead me on and bring me to your holy mountain, to your dwelling place. Then will I go to the altar of God, the God of my gladness and joy, and give thanks upon the harp, O God, my God. We find Jesus, who is the temple himself, will be destroyed and rebuilt. And these readings are foreshadowed in the stories we've been reading from Ezra and Haggai and Nehemiah. Today's reading is from Haggai chapter 2. And we find the same players that we've been reading about, Zerubbabel and Joshua the high priest. And God is speaking through the priests, through the prophets, and saying, take heart, do not be afraid. My spirit is in your midst. I've saved you before. I will do it again. I am the Lord of hosts. I'm with you. And I will shake the heavens and the earth and the nations and treasures will come for you, will fill this house with glory. They're finally rebuilding the temple. God will instruct us things and we'll get distracted, won't we? We will get distracted not knowing what to do, where to get the, the supplies, the resources. But the Lord says, greater will be the future glory of this house. And in this place, I will give you peace, says the Lord of hosts. So let us go with that desire to the Father and say, You are the Lord of hosts, Father Almighty. We give you thanks. We ask that you give us your peace. We ask that you give us your hope. We ask that you fight our fight, Father. We ask that you do us justice, that you protect us against the deceitful and the impious, and that you are our strength, and that you show us your light and your fidelity, that you bring us to your holy mountain, to your dwelling place, Father. We thank you because you protect us, because you hear us, because you show us the way. We ask that our prayer may be pleasing to you, that our life may be pleasing to you, that we may be obedient more and more. As Jesus was obedient, he came to serve you, Father, and to serve us. He came to be the liaison between heaven and earth. He came to give his life as a ransom for many, and we give you thanks for sending us such a precious emissary. We cover ourselves in his precious blood, ask forgiveness for our sins, and we praise you as we come to the throne with thanksgiving because you always hear us, Father. In the name of Jesus, amen. Hello, this is Sofia Fonseca de Niño, and I welcome you to this inner room. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the inner room, Emotions in the Bible. And we would love to hear your questions, your ideas, or your comments. Thank you for joining us today.